The American Council of Blind Lions, ACBL, is the affiliate that roars, and that's no lion. ACBL holds monthly conference calls and ACB convention events that help people who are blind or visually impaired become more involved in local Lions Clubs. Find out more. Call 502-897-1472 or email lions.acb at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another ACB Community Session and Vespero and Freedom Scientific. It's Thursday as we're recording this or as we're live. And recording. I'm Jeff Bazer. I'm the South Central Sales Director. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you to everybody for coming. Or if you're downloading this at a later time, we appreciate you listening to that too. So we're here today to talk a little bit about Excel and making Excel spreadsheets more accessible. And I think we have some exciting information to share with you today. And it's great because we have from the Freedom Scientific Training Department, Liz Whitaker here too. Hi, Liz. How are hey, you? Hey, it's great to be here with all of you guys today. Yes, and thank you so much for coming. Sure. And before we get started, we should probably, I know we, we chatted about this a little bit last time, but right around the corner is ACB National Convention in Omaha, and we're sure looking forward to being there, and you're going to be there too. Yep. Right, Liz? Sure am. Yeah, sure am. Can't wait to meet everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. So we'll have the booth there. And I just uh, learned that we're, we have um, a software presentation where we're going to be talking about all that's new in JAWS, Zoom, Text, and Fusion and answering lots of questions and taking you through some demonstrations. So that will be one of the sessions at ACB in Omaha. So we're looking forward to that and to seeing everybody for sure. Come by the booth and uh, chat us up. That's what we'll be there for. So before we get into this, Monica is our hostess today with the mostess. And do you want to chat, Monica, about how people can chat with us or ask questions along the way? Because we definitely do not have to wait until the very end if people have questions, concerns that they want to uh, talk with us about. Definitely. Okay. So if you'd like to ask a question to raise your hand. It is Alt-Y on your PC, and when I give you the prompt to unmute, it is Alt-A. To raise your hand on a Mac, it is Options-Y, and to mute and unmute, it is the Enter key. To, um, to raise your hand on a phone, it is Star-9, and to mute and unmute, it is Star-6. And if you are on the app, to raise your hand, it's in the lower left-hand corner of your screen. It'll say raised hand. And to mute and unmute, well, when I give you the prompt, you will hit the unmute button. And I'll Very give good. it back to Jeff. Awesome. Thank you so much. So anybody, um, if you do have a question, you can either put it in the chat or uh, we'll, we'll certainly uh, throughout take some time for some questions as well. So we want to make sure that we get all of those answered today and don't feel like you need to wait. And if you think of something later on, you can always send us an email. And Liz, the best one is the training at vispero.com, correct? 
That's right. Yes. Training at Vispero.com regarding anything that we chat about here today or anything else that you might be wondering about with our products. We can always get you an answer there. So uh, a great email to remember. So what about Excel? A couple of the things that we're going to chat about here today, as far as that goes, we've got a couple of videos that you can find on YouTube. We have vast array of videos on our YouTube channel, really surrounding all of our products, but a lot of them stem from JAWS, Zoom Text Infusion, and using our software with lots of different applications like Excel, of course, part of the Microsoft 365 package here. But there's all kinds of different videos up there too. And we thought we would share these with you today so that you can kind of get a feel for what these are like. We, We say video, but they're completely accessible from the standpoint of what's being shown on the screen. We're describing that. We're taking you through the actual exercise that we're working on. And our famous voice from Liz is going to be on these videos today. Um, And there, we're first going to talk about just what a spreadsheet is. And we have a very basic sheet that we're going to share with you here and move around and show you how to make this a little bit more accessible. And then we're going to move into um, labeling some column headings and row titles so that uh, as you're moving around on the sheet, the columns and the rows that you're in will make a little bit more sense as far as remembering where you are. And then we'll get into selecting cells and columns and rows. That's very important to be able to know how you select data in order to sort it, to filter it, to do other things in Excel. So we'll show you how to do that as well as how you can monitor cells as well. So the sheet that we're going to show today is actually a little budget spreadsheet. And it's really nice to be able, when you want to, to look at the grand total, for example, or the monthly totals to make sure that you're not overspending and overdrawing the account kind of thing, right? So to know where you are with your money. And so that's one of the things that Excel works very well for is working with various categories, putting numbers in, figuring out where you are. And we'll show you how to actually, whenever you want to, take a look at what's called a monitor cell to know what the total amount is so you know exactly where you're at. And if you haven't used Excel a ton or you haven't gotten into any of the nitty gritty as far as a spreadsheet goes, this may definitely uh, give you some ideas on where a spreadsheet would be handy to use because I, I'm thinking of about three different places where I've used them before, and those would be for expense reports that we have to fill out at Vispero. We put the costs of, of our receipts you know, and our trips and those kind of things, and of course, it keeps track of everything in different categories, and then we send that in so folks know what we're spending when we're uh, out on the road. We forecast data with Excel as well, and we get pretty complex with some of those spreadsheets. But basically what happens is Excel is a wonderful way to keep track of large amounts of information or small. And once you know some of the tips and tricks, it becomes easier and uh, pretty efficient to be able to move around the sheet and figure out exactly what it is that you're looking at. So let's start there. One of the examples, and Liz, please chime in, or Larry, anybody here on the call, 
about uh, anything we're talking about if you want to. One of the things I was going to mention about Excel, when you think of what a spreadsheet actually is or what it looks like, we, we think of a table, number one, a table with columns and rows. And when you use your up and down arrow keys, you're going to move up and down the column. And then as you move left and right, you're going to move across the various rows. I like to think of it as a checkerboard as well with with all kinds of different squares on it. And whether you move diagonally or whether you move up and down or left and right, you can do that. And in each of those squares or cells, you'll find data. Not in all of them. There's plenty of them that are empty. You know, the, the sheet is is huge. And many, many times you'll find plenty of blank cells as well that don't have data in them. And we've got a little tip here to be able to kind of introduce you to a sheet and what it looks like before you you get started. Because that's one of the things that's happened to me, and I'm, I'm sure many of you too. Some of us know just a little bit about Excel, you know, enough to be dangerous. There's probably very few of us who are Excel experts and who really know how to make this work for us. But one of the things that happens is we open a spreadsheet and we're like, okay, what are we looking at? What's here? What kind of data is this? And oh, by the way, how did they arrange it? What did they decide to do in order to make this spreadsheet work for them and now need to work for us? So the one we're going to look at today is is fairly basic. And I think this will make some sense to you as we move through. But as we get more complex with lots more data, sometimes it's really hard when you first open the sheet to figure out exactly what you're looking at and what is what and where is where. So with that, I'm going to share my screen so that you all can get an idea here of this sheet that I've got up. Let me slow my jaws down here just a little bit. And this should be pretty good. Let me share my sound. It is checked. And here we go. All right. Hopefully you all can hear that. Yep. Good. So I have a spreadsheet open. It is a practice spreadsheet and it is a budget. One reminder S. Practice budget workbook. XLSX Excel menu bar. Add watch button A. Leaving menu. So here we are on the sheet, and if you've never used Excel before, let me just give you an idea of what we're looking at here. And the way that we need to look at this, at least initially, before we know anything about hotkeys or tips and tricks to use or anything like that, is just by moving our arrow keys or using our arrow keys and moving around the sheet. February D5, March D6, April D7. All right, this looks pretty good. So we're hearing about February, March, April. So those are some months. Well, what else do we have? $1,200. And then a bunch of blanks as we hear as we're moving across this row. That doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense, does it? And it doesn't necessarily make sense. Those numbers that you heard, what are they? Which category are they in? So one thing that we can do, and I'm going to go up here to the top of, of the sheet here now. January, January, B3. I mean, B3. So these are all labeled A1, A2, A3, all the way down as as far as you want to go. It's a grid. So you can go Z192 if you want to, or then AB and or AA, AB if you keep going down the sheet, if you had that much data. It basically goes forever. So I'm at the top. If you think of this now, the upper left corner, I'm in A1. Now, 
there is a very nice little summary of a spreadsheet that we can look at to see which cells have data in them. And the hotkey to do that is Control-Shift-D for data, if you think about it that way. So it's going to bring up a box and basically show us which cells on this spreadsheet have data in them. So let's try that now. Control-Shift-D. I'm hitting the keystroke. Cells with data dialog. List 1, list 2, E2, budget 2019, 1 of 98. So there we go. So we heard that there's 98 cells, one of 98, that have data. And the first one you heard, if you noticed, was E3, and it says 2019 budget. Now, th these are all in a list, so I can actually hit my down arrow and find out which other cells on this sheet have data in them. C3, rent, two of 98. D3, utilities, three of 98. So we're hearing some of the categories here now. Rent, utilities. E3, groceries, four of 98. Groceries. So we're going across the row that has the column heading of the categories that are in our budget. F3, entertainment, five of 98. Entertainment and. G3, auto taxi, six of 98. Auto taxi. H3, monthly totals, seven of 98. And there's our monthly totals. So what we're looking at here are various categories of our budget. We're going to put numbers in here and we can see on this spreadsheet how much we're spending each month in all of those categories and then a grand total, which is really pretty handy to figure out if you need to set up a budget. So if we keep arrowing through here, before January 8 of 9, C4, $1,200, So now it's going through January and it's showing what's here. So what this is, this is not how we're going to navigate the spreadsheet, but it's a great way to learn initially what the sheet looks like and where the data is in, within the spreadsheet. So I think this is a great thing. And thank you, Liz, for pointing this out. Anything else you want to add to, uh, you know, starting out by looking at the sheet this way? Yeah, the only thing I think I would say, too, is that if you navigate to a column, let's say, or, or a cell, rather, and you think, yeah, that's where I need to start, you can press enter within this dialogue right here that Jeff is in. You can press enter and it will place your focus in that cell. So if you want to go back up to the rent column, for example, you could press enter on rent and it would place your focus right in that cell. So here's our rent column right here. So from this point, if I press enter, rent C3, menu bar, add watch button A. Beautiful. It, I don't know why that menu bar keeps menu. popping up there, but we'll use that a little bit later. But we're back in the sheet now and we're on rent, 1000 rent C3, which is great. So if we move down the column for rent, we're going to hear what we're spending each month on rent. Let's take a look at this. $1,200 C4, $1,200 C5, $1,200 C6. But what we don't know for sure right now is what month we're in. And if I move over on on this row that we're on right now, you're going to hear another number. $80, D6. $80. What category is that? At this point, we have no idea. And the only way we would know at this point is if we moved back up to the top and saw the category that we were in. So at this point, we have no idea which column we're in. And it's really quite a bit to expect for someone to memorize all of this that, you know, you would just automatically know which category you were in. If a sighted person was looking at this, they could look up at the top and see, okay, I'm in the uh, 
entertainment category, and here's what I'm looking at. But for somebody using a screen reader, using JAWS, we need to do it another way. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go back up to the first row here. It's actually not the first row, but the row where these headings are for the categories. And I'm at the top of the month column as well. So this is the intersecting point of where this spreadsheet starts. And we have a way to actually set this up where we can label these column headings and row titles. And so anywhere we are on the sheet, it'll tell us what we're looking at. So this hotkey, in order to do this, we're going to actually set this up now so that the row that we're on Red C3, utilities D3, Red can, move, can uh, follow us anywhere we are on the spreadsheet. And we have a hotkey, Control-Alt-Insert-R. Now, that's quite a hotkey, isn't it? I mean, we're using four keys there in order to do that, but well worth it once we invoke this row on here because this is going to give us valuable going to give us valuable information as we're moving around the spreadsheet. So let me see if I can do this here. Setting row titles column range to be. So we've set it to that row and on column B. Now we want to do the same thing with columns so that wherever we are in the row or the column, it's going to read the column heading to us as we're moving through this, these various categories of information. So we do that the same, basically the same keystroke, except we're going to use C for columns. So it's control alt insert C now. Setting column titles row range to three. So row three and column B, that is where we need to be in order to set these column headings and row titles to be able to read. So now, as we move through here, let's take a little bit of a look on, on what we see. January before. So I'm in January now. And if we wanted to move across the month of January and find out our various categories here, I'm just going to hit my right arrow now and move. Rent, $1,200, C4. Utilities, $75, D4. Groceries, $200, E4. So you see the difference there? So before, we never had an idea of the category that we were in. We knew we were moving across the row of January, but we had no idea where we were. So now, as we continue to move across... Entertainment, $79, F4. $79 for entertainment. That's actually pretty good by today's standards, isn't it? Auto taxi, $100, G4. 100 bucks for auto taxi and... Monthly totals, $1,654. Looks like for the month, $1,654 is what we've got going on there. Now let's move down Auto taxi. and let's let's uh, look at some of these categories in another month. Now, if you remember, the months are down the left side of the spreadsheet in column B, but we really don't want to move all the way back over there because that'll take a lot of time and not very efficient. So let's move down this category that we're on right now, Auto taxi. which is Auto Taxi. February, $100, G5. All right. So in February, we spent $100 on Auto Taxi. March. In March, we don't have anything filled in. April. Blank. Nothing there in April. So let's move back over to the left. Entertainment. Blank. F7. Groceries. Blank. E7. I know some of these are Utilities. filled in. Utilities. I can fill them in myself, too, which is nice. That's another thing. So if you were making this budget as you were going through, what you would do is in the corresponding cell, you would add the number based on the category and how much you spent that month. And what's going to happen then is those monthly totals we saw over on the right side a moment ago would change, and the grand total for the budget would change as well. 
So let's figure out what else we have. I move into the left. Rent, $1,200. We're back on rent at $1,200. So let's go back here. Utilities, $85. D7. Here's utilities, and if we go down. May, $85. June, $100. D9. Ooh, went up a little bit in June, didn't it? Got that AC running. July, $115. D10. Holy cow, wait a minute. August, $115. D11. So there's our utilities. Rent, utilities, $100. quite a bit. So... That's what we've got going on here. This is pretty basic, guys, but this is a great way to use a spreadsheet to be able to figure out how much you're spending each month in, in various categories. Now, as we move through here, we're going to get into a few more advanced things. We're going to run this video that Liz did in just a second here to talk to us about selecting and using place markers for our data in Excel. And we our talked about why that's important. Uh, just a little while ago, anytime you want to start filtering data or sorting data or starting to move it around, you first have to select it before you can do things like that. And you can get pretty, uh, pretty powerful within Excel to be able to get at what you want. How about a question or a comment? Do you see any, Monica, right now? Anybody have their hand up or anybody I have anything in the chat? Uh, yes, we do have a question or a comment. Okay. Okay, Jane. Hey, Jane, how you doing? Go right ahead. You can unmute and uh, talk to us if you'd like. I did it. There she is. I hate webinars. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I use Excel every day. I love Excel with a passion. And every my whole life is in Excel. Um, but I most of my spreadsheets uh, were done with locking the titles the old way, where you had to go and... I forget what it is now. I don't do it anymore. But you search for title and you mm -hmm. have to go in, in, you know, the old Jaws way. Right. Um, so now I'm struggling to learn the new way with define name, you know, under the context menu and type column uh, title region or whatever it is. But this, these new um, uh, control all insert, R and C. Does yes, that take the place of going to define name and typing that, you know, uh, whatever it is you have to type? You've been able to use these hotkeys for a very long time to, to be them. able to do it. And there's a couple, I think, Liz, there's a couple different ways to accomplish the same task. Is, is that right? Am I on the right track there? Yeah, I think the main difference here is that the way that you're referring to, Jane, is something that somebody can do in Excel, whether they're using a screen reader or not, that will define those row and, and column titles. And then that saves as a part of Excel. And so if someone were putting together a spreadsheet for you, for example, and they knew that you use JAWS, they could go ahead and add that as an accessibility feature. It would save. And when they forward you, when they send you that spreadsheet, you would have it. With the keyboard commands that we're using now, that is going to save in your JAWS file. So that's going to be specific uh, to your JAWS. So it's better to do the define name one. If you're going to be sending it to, to other people and, you know, somebody's oh. going to be sending it to you, I, I would recommend that. It also lets you go and do that for different regions and define that for different regions if you need to. But, you know, if you do get a spreadsheet and those titles have not been defined, then these keyboard commands are a great way to do that. 
Okay. Well, so my it's other- almost like doing it manually, Jane, versus having somebody else set it up ahead of time. And what's right. really nice is if they do, or if you do, and then you, you, I was going to say spread the spreadsheet around. That's not, that's not what I meant. Send the spreadsheet around. Then you, you know, those people are really going to appreciate that because that work has been done already. Right. So when they open it the first time, it's going to, look a lot more efficient for them to use than it otherwise did before they had to define those themselves. And we have those instructions that we can send anyone who wants them. Just send us an email to training at thesparrow.com. So if you're looking for a way to um, you know, use that other method where it saves it to your Excel spreadsheet or workbook, uh, send us an email. We'll send you those instructions. Okay, I'll do that because like there are different things you you taught kite title columns and rows, regions all those, yep. all those weird things so i i'll i'll do that yeah my other my other follow-up is then that i had a, a spreadsheet and i used to find names and i was working with it and it was reading the column uh titles fine then i added a row in uh, i added a column in a1 uh i added column a so then that one wouldn't that title of that column wouldn't read. So I, I had, I went to define the name and uh, use the same wording, whatever it was, title region or whatever. And it wouldn't let me do it because I'd already used it. So I wasn't sure how to redefine the, the columns um, headings so that it would also read the title of the, Column of the I new did. column. Right. That is cool. actually included in those instructions as well. Oh, good. Okay. And well, to know right. too, Jane, one of the things you can do when you are doing it manually with the keystroke, like we just showed, you can change that anytime you want to. So if you were to add a column there, you would just go back and make sure you're in that corresponding column and then uh, hit the keystroke and it will automatically move it from where it was first set cool. up to the new place. Cool. Okay. Great. Thank okay. you. Good. Yeah. Any anybody else, Monica, at this point? Yes, Jewel. Hey, Jewel. How you doing? You Feel unmute. free to unmute and go ahead. Hi. I was looking at the a, a lady, so I just jumped in to ask a question. Sure. Um, so I actually have two questions. The first one is about the labeling of rows and columns. I have a laptop, and as far as I can tell, it does not have home in, page up, page down, insert, all those. Is there an alternative way of doing that hotkey? Yes. So um, sometimes and all, all, all laptops are different. Sometimes you have to hold function down with, you know, left arrow, page up, and things like that, depending on the laptop you have. But if you set JAWS to laptop layout, your caps lock key then becomes the JAWS key. So oh, you awesome. can use that. Yeah. Okay. And you do, do that. You just, oh, you do. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have, the, I have it set up as caps lock. Okay. Um, then the other question is I have a spreadsheet and somehow a bunch of the cells got hidden and I don't know how that happened or how to fix that. It just keeps saying um, like I'll have row 107 and then I'll have row 110 and everything else in between is hidden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened there probably is you had a filter that was set up and it never got removed. So what you can do is you can go into your filters 
And if you're on that row, isn't that what it is, Liz? You can mm-hmm. actually, you can say you want to remove the filter or clear all filters, and then everything should show on your spreadsheet once again. And is there a hotkey for clearing all filters, or how would I do that? Well, you've got to go into the menus, and once you do, I... Pretty sure clear filters is like the first choice that you're going to find there. Okay. Because uh, that there's there's different things you can do with filters, but clear filters is what you would want if you want the whole spreadsheet back. Okay. Thank you right. so much. Another thing you might try too, um, if that doesn't for some reason you can't find that option, is where it says it, where it tells you where the cells are hidden. You can press Shift F10, and hopefully that one of those options will be unhide cells. There you go. Yeah. So that would be try, even easier. Yeah. But I think your suggestion is better, though, <laughs> just in case there is that filter and you need to clear it. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm going to try that. Sure. Thanks, Joel. Yeah, Anybody else at trickier. this point, Monica? No, sir. Okay. So let's do this. Let's I was trying to make sure that my uh, jaws wasn't making all kinds of noise here, but I'm actually going to go to this little uh, link for this video and we're going to talk about selecting and using place markers here and this is about 10 minutes long and if we have time we've got one more that i want to play after that to talk about monitoring cells but this is good if there's questions by all means we want to answer those and make sure you guys understand exactly what we're talking about here so we're not just throwing all kinds of data your way without you know understanding so thanks for those questions right now we're going to go to liz for this video talking about selecting text or selecting, I keep saying selecting text, but in this case, it's selecting data cells in Excel and why that's going to be important and a few different ways to do it. And one thing that's very exciting here is you're listening to this video, you're going to see a couple different ways to do it. And one of the ways that I think is pretty cool is using the voice assistant, the new voice assistant that we've had in uh, JAWS Zoom Text Infusion to be able to select text when you want to. So listen for that. As, Open a new uh, window. We're going through here, so we'll start Lower this app. now. Freedom Scientific, a Vespero brand. I'm going to demonstrate how to use place markers and show you a couple of ways of selecting data here in Excel. You may be familiar with place markers. Perhaps you've used them on the internet to mark a place on a web page or maybe in a Word document, and they're very handy for allowing you to mark the position that you want and go right to it very quickly with a keyboard command. And you can do that here in Excel. You can mark a cell and jump directly to that cell. So I'm going to show you how to set a temporary place marker. Now, these are temporary, so you can only have one place marker in a worksheet. You can actually have a place marker on every sheet in your workbook, but you can only have one per sheet. So I'm going to move over here to cell E2. I have a worksheet open here that's a budget worksheet so we're going to move over to the cell that contains the title blank b1 blank c1 blank blank b1 budget 2021 e2 all right and i'm going to place a temporary mark here by pressing control windows k kilo dialog replace marked cell b1 with e2 yes button alt plus one all right now jaws has recognized that i already had a marked cell here in this sheet and it's asking me if I want to replace the mark with this new one. So I'm going to go ahead and tell it yes by pressing enter. And if I didn't want to do that, I could down arrow to no, but I'm just going to press enter here on yes. Enter. Budget 2021, E2, setting cell marker at E2. All right, and JAWS has told me that the cell marker is now set. 
Now I'm going to show you how to jump to this cell marker, this place, very quickly on this worksheet. So I'm going to go to the end of the sheet with Control End. Last cell, grand total, blank, R47. All right. To jump to that place where we just set that place marker, I am going to press Alt Windows K. Budget 2021, E2. And there we are. Now I'm going to navigate over here to another worksheet. This one happens to be a blank sheet. And I want to set another cell marker so I can show you how to navigate to a list of markers within a workbook. So I'm going to press Control Page Down. Sheet 2, Sheet 2, blank, B2. All right, and I'm going to navigate to this first cell here. Blank, A2, blank, A1. And let's just go ahead and set a temporary place marker there. Now, you also hear me using the term cell marker. Place marker and cell marker here are the same thing. All right, so I'm going to press Control, Windows K. Dialog, replace marked cell B1 with A1, yes button, Alt plus 1. And I do want to replace that, so I'm going to press Enter. Enter. Setting cell marker at A1. Blank. A1. And we have our new cell marker. Now I want to access a list of cell markers in this workbook. And I'm going to do that by pressing Control Alt Windows K. List of cell markers dialog. List one list view. Sheet to at cell marker A1. Two of two. All right. We have two cell markers in this workbook. We have one on each worksheet. And it, it places focus here on the second sheet because that's where I currently am. If I was in the other worksheet, it would have placed focus on the first one. I can navigate this list using my arrow keys. So if I up arrow here. Sheet one at cell marker E2, one of two. There we have the first cell marker. And if I press enter here, it's going to take me back to that first worksheet and to that specific place on that sheet. So let's do that now. Enter. Sheet 1, Sheet 1, Budget 2021, E2. And here we are back in cell E2. All right, another use for place markers is selecting text. So when you set a place marker, it's going to serve as that beginning mark. So here we have this budget worksheet, and I want to select some information. I want to select the data in the column for groceries from January through March. So I'm going to down arrow here and I'm going to locate that row and column. Groceries, E3. January, $200.00, E4. All right, so this is where I want to start my selection. So I'm going to do that with a place marker by pressing Control, Windows, K. Dialog, replace marked cell E2 with E4, yes button, Alt plus Y. And I do want to do that, so I'll press Enter. Enter. Setting cell marker at E4. $200.00. Now I want to down arrow to March because, you know, perhaps I want to get an average of how much I spend on groceries every quarter. So to do that, I'm going to select the date. I'm going to down arrow to March. February. $225.00. March. $250.00. E6. All right. So we have the cell marker set in January for the column for groceries. And now we're in the column for for March, and I'm going to mark the end of this selection by using a layered command. I'm going to press Insert Spacebar to activate the command layer. Space. And then I'm going to press the letter M, as in Mike, to mark the end of this selection. Select E4, $200.00, E6, $250.00. And there's our selection range. 
And the data that is selected starts at the marked cell, the cell marker that we set in January, and ends right here. So from here, I could perform a calculation. I could copy. I could format this data. I could do a number of things. Now, if I want to verify once more what is selected, I can do that by pressing Shift, Insert, Down Arrow. Selected range, January and number 13, through a number 13, March. E4, $200.00. E6, $250.00. All right, so that tells us the range that we have now selected. I can press down arrow to remove that selection. February. And the place marker that we set is still going to be there in, in the row for January and the column for groceries. All right, now I want to show you another way to use place markers when selecting text, but this time we're going to select our data using the voice assistant. So I'm going to move back up to the row for January. January, $200.00, E4. And I'm going to go to the right to the entertainment column. Entertainment, $79.00, F4. And I want to select, I want to start selecting here, and I want to select everything in this column down through December. You can use voice assistant in a couple of different ways. You can use your voice or you can use the keyboard. I'm going to start by using my voice. And depending on how you have your voice assistant set up, you'll either say the wake word and then give it a command, or you'll say, hey, followed by the wake word and give it the command. So I have mine set to say, hey, wake word. And then I'll hear a sound that lets me know that the voice assistant is listening. And I can then speak the command start selection. So I'm going to do that now. Hey, Sharky, start selection. Dialogue, replace marked cell E4 with F4, yes button, alt plus Y, location saved. All right, so the voice assistant heard me and it's asking me once again if I want to change the location of the place marker because we are setting a new place marker. So I'm going to press enter for yes, to, to choose yes. Enter, setting cell marker at F4, $79.00. All right, so we're in cell F4. It told us it was setting the cell marker. So now I'm going to down arrow to December. February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, $69.00, F15. All right, so we're in cell F15, and I am going to activate voice assistant this time using the keyboard, and I'm going to tell it to finish selection. So I'll press insert, alt, space, finish selection. Select F4, $79.00, F15, $69.00. All right, so now I have selected everything from F4 to F15. And once again, I can verify that by pressing shift, insert, down arrow. Selected range, January and number 13, through a number 13, December, F4, $79.00, F15, $69.00. And that told us what we have selected. So now I could perform a calculation or once again, copy that information or perform a task using that. So I could reformat it, just a number of things. All right, I'm going to press down arrow to remove that selection. February, $79.00. And I want to show you a couple more things about selecting text. I want to show you how to select a column and how to select a row using the keyboard. So 
I am going to press left arrow to move to the column for rent. Groceries, utilities, dollar rent, dollar 1,200.00. And from anywhere in this column, you can press control spacebar. Selected entire column. And JAWS let us know the entire column is selected. Now to select a row, it's very similar. I'm going to up arrow here to February. January. Down arrow to February, I guess. February. And to select that entire row, I can press shift spacebar. Selected entire row. And now the entire row is selected. So that is how you use place markers and select text here in Excel. Freedom Scientific, a Vespero brand. To stay up to date on upcoming webinars and training events, complete the sign-up form at freedomscientific.com forward slash webinars. Thanks again for connecting with us. Title is 800. All right. Excellent stuff there, guys. And if you have anything that you're looking for having to do with our products, how to use them with various things in Microsoft 365, the Google suite of applications, um, our hardware, the, you know, the new Ruby 10 just came out not too long ago. We've got some webinars on that and videos there too. So one of the best places to start to find any information like this, including these, a link to where these videos would be, would be at freedomscientific.com slash training. We've grouped everything together there and you can link off of that page into all of the different categories of of the training resources that we have available, including these videos. But they're very handy because what we've tried to do with those videos is to um, pick you know, various topics of information and keep them fairly short. So when you want to learn how to select text in Excel, for example, there's your video, go through, check that out, but then that's it. You don't have to listen to an hour and a half or two hour webinar to figure out how to do it. So we've broken them up into little snippets to be able to, for you to get to what you want to quickly. And that is an example of, uh, of what's going on there. I was going to maybe play the, the video on the monitor cells too, but I think what we're going to do is just show that to you. We're starting to uh, get a little short on time here. And I want to show you one other thing too, that I think is really pretty cool. Hopefully this is going to work properly. I tried it once and it did. But I want to show you why selecting text in Excel is so important. And what we're going to try to do budget on this Excel practice recommend. budget is see if we can sort largest to smallest and figure out which month we spent the most money and then which month we spent the least. So in order to do that, to sort this data, we've got to select from top all the way to the bottom right so that all these numbers in these categories are selected. And then... If we know how to do it, we can sort, and if it works and does it the right way, which it will, if I do it right, then that's what we can see. And that's when we really start seeing a value to using a spreadsheet to be able to manipulate and move data around. You can also sort by uh, alphabetical, like A to Z or Z to A. So maybe you had a spreadsheet full of various people's names for grades they got in your class or whatever it was. You were keeping track of, of all your students or whatever it was. You could sort based on their name alphabetically if you didn't have them set up in the spreadsheet that way to begin with. The other thing that Liz mentioned was worksheet and workbook. So what happens sometimes is if you're dealing with a lot of data, you may have various sheets of data within what's called the workbook. 
And the way that you move between worksheets in a given workbook is your control page down is going to take you to the larger number. So say page two, three, four, what is that? Ascending, right? And then you're coming back and going the other way with insert page up. And that's going to take you to the smaller numbered sheet back to page one. Or you can do control shift S to get them in a list view. And then you can see all the sheets that you have available to you in the given workbook. We, uh, I remember one time we had a whole CSUN schedule. We were getting ready to go to the CSUN conference and each day was on a different sheet within the workbook. And it had, you know, who had to be at the booth at what time and the different presentations that we had going on. So it was a lot of data. And thankfully, they separated it by day. So when we wanted to go to the specific day we were looking for, we would just bring up that list of worksheets in the workbook, find the day we wanted, press enter, and away we went. So let's go back to this one and find out PC cursor title is practice if I can do this and make this available. July. So I'm going to go up to the top once again. June, April, March, February, January, utilities, D3. And here we are at utilities, and I'm going to move over Red, here. Blank, D3. And I'm going, I think if I start here, and I'm going to see if I can use the voice assistant to begin selection here. So let's try that out. Hey, Sharky. Hey, Sharky. Start selection. Setting cell marker at B3. All right. So there's our marker at B3. Now I want to go down to the end of this spreadsheet over in the last category on the right. I'm going down the months here. November, December, blend, there December, we are at December. Blend. And let's move over to the last category. There's our monthly totals right there. I think that we can mark this here. Hey, Sharky. Finish selection. Select B3, blank, H15, $1,295. Beautiful. So now we have from the top left to the bottom right, all selected. So that should be all the numbers. So now we want to see how we can sort this. So if I press Shift F10 at this point, or you could do uh, your applications key, this is going to bring us to the menu. Cut key. Copy key. And I'm using my down arrow key now to go down to sort. Paste special, smart look, insert, uh, delete, D, clear uh, content, sort. translate, D, quick oh, analysis, here. filter, sub, sort, sub, menu, sort, sort o. right there. So if I knew my hotkey, I could have pressed the letter O and gotten to sort real quick. So let's go into sort. Sort A to Z, yes. So there's that A to Z I was mentioning. So if you wanted to do this alphabetically, that's a, your option right there. Sort Z to A, O. There's Z to A. Put selected cell color on top, C. Now we get into colors and that kind of thing that aren't going to matter to a JAWS user, right? Put selected, put selected formatting icon on top, custom, sort A to Z, yes. Okay, and then sort A to Z. But right above this, we have custom sort, custom sort. And we've got to go in here. Leaving menus, menu A, leaving menus, sort dialog, sort dialog, okay button. All right, now let's tab through here and see what it is that we're going to have to try to do Cancel here. button, add level button, delete level button, copy level button. All right, so those are different levels that you can add. We're not going to do that. Options button. Uh, my data has headers, checkbox check. Okay, so there's lots of things going on here. So my data has headers. You can check a box for that. Sort field row, one to one. Um, and I think. Sort field row, one to one. Column, sort by, sort by combo box. So here's our column. Let's try this. List box, combo box, column B. Rent. Column. Rent. 
groceries. Nope, maybe that's, that might not be where I want to be here. Sort dialog, sort on combo box. Uh, sort on. List box, combo box, cell color. Font color, conditional. Font color, conditional formatting icon. Oh, Lord, where is this? I think I want cell value. Font, cell color, cell value. There we go. Cell values right there. Sort dialog, order combo box. And now here's our order. So we found the values, which are the numbers, and now our sort order. List box, combo box, Z to A. A to Z. Z to custom. Z to A. A to Z. Uh, where's our largest to smallest Z to A. here? Z to A to Z. Maybe it's in another one here. Sort dialog. Okay, button. Table. My data as headers check. Options. Button. Copy level button. Man, I was hoping this was going to work and options, I was going to do button. it right. Anybody have a suggestion? Let me go to options here and just see if this is where. Sort dialog. Where we Case are. sensitive checkbox not checked. Sort top to bottom radio button checked. Okay, top to bottom. Sort left to right radio button. Sort top to bottom no, radio no, button. No, 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 that's not what we want. Okay, button. Practice I budget. did this and it actually worked before. My data as headers checkbox. Sort field row one to one. Column. Sort by. Sort by combo box. Dude, we're going to get this yet. Sort on. Sort on. Sort on combo box. List box. Combo box. Cell color. Cell values. Okay, we've got cell values. Let me just make sure there's no other choices here. This is what it should be. Cell, cell values. That's what we definitely need, our cell values. Sort dialog. Order combo box. List box. Combo box. Z to A. Custom. Z to custom list. Hmm. Z to A to Z custom list. I don't think custom list is going to do it either. Let me try this. Custom list. Custom list tab selected. New list. Custom list tab selected. Custom list entries. Edit. Nope. Shoot. Cap. Okay. All button. right. Well. Practice budget workbook. XLSX Excel. Sort dot. Cancel button. Add. Delete level button. Copy options button. Let me look one more time through here. Copy level option. My data as headers checkbox check. My data as headers checkbox checked. I don't think that has Three. to be checked. Yeah. Sort dialog. Sort dialog. Sort field row. One to one. My data as headers checkbox. Sort field row. Sort by. Sort by combo box. List box. Combo box. Column C. Column. Column E. Column. 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 Sort dialog. Sort on combo box. List box. Combo cell values. I'm just going to go in here. I don't think this is. Sort dialog, order combo box. Okay. List box, A to Z. I really thought largest to smallest was right here in this order. Once I selected values, Z and of course, when I'm looking for it Z now, I don't see it. Sort dialog, but okay, button. I promise there's a way to do this where you can sort the data so that you could see which month you spent the most and the, the least amount. And you could just move up and down to be able to to look through here and to find out. So the largest month would be on top. The, the least month would be on the bottom. And you could see the numbers as you go down. Was somebody going to say something? I'm in here for just a second. Yep. Um, yeah. And that, that should have been in there somewhere. And I know how the, you know, shift of 10 is very powerful. You can find a lot of things in those menus. Another thing you can do if you're not sure where it is, is to press Alt-Q and type the word sort that opens the search for all of your Microsoft Office applications. So if you type in sort and you down arrow, one of your first choices will be sort ascending. And then after that is sort and filter. So you can try, you know, either one of those as well. 
Got it. Okay. So as you use Excel and get a little more familiar with uh, exactly what's happening here, then you can do that and you can go in and sort data and figure out what it is you're looking for and how you want to how you want to make that work. So it's very powerful and definitely uh, something to keep to keep track of. So it's let's see here. We've got about nine minutes left. Yeah. The, the other thing that I wanted to look at was monitor cells as well. So maybe we can do this real fast. So if we if we move down to the bottom of this spreadsheet, guys, I want to show you here on the bottom. We go through all the months. So I'm going to go through. September, October, November, get December, blank. past December here, and we get down to yearly totals B17. That's the yearly totals, and then blank. grand total B19. At the bottom, very bottom, here's our grand total. And if we move over to the right, rent sixteen thousand three hundred fifty-eight dollars. Now it says rent because that is what we labeled our column there on the top, and there's actually a way to do that so that rent only goes down to the last row of the data. You can actually select and only have it say rent down to the bottom of where rent is. I didn't do that. I did it where I just selected the entire column. So rent is here. But you hear grand total, and that grand total rent, is grand total. $16,358. C19. So $16,358 is what is in the entire budget. Now, as we're moving around here and changing some of this data, it sure wouldn't be very fun to keep coming down to this grand total cell each time you wanted to find out what your grand total is, if you're putting new numbers in here all the time. So wouldn't it be nice to be able to monitor this cell and move to it a lot faster than being able than having to arrow down to it all the time? So let's let's give that a try here right now. If I go to the what's called the watch window, and it's a separate window that Excel has, you can actually put cells that you want to watch into this window. And then as you're, as you're moving through your spreadsheet, when you want to go to the watch window, it's pretty easy to do that. And if those cells are predetermined in there, it's going to give you the value as it changes whenever you go in there to check. So let me try to do this. Now, it's under formulas here. Upper ribbon, formulas tab. Five formulas. Nine. I hit Alt-M, and now I'm going to hit W. Leaving menus, leaving ribbons, $16,358, C19, contains formula. I'd like to give that a try again. Hang on. Alt M. Upper ribbon. Form, leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Blank. C16. Menu bar. Add watch. Button A. There's my watch window right there. And we're going to go to add watch because we're going to add a cell to our watch window. Let me press enter. Leaving menu bar. Add watch. Select the cells that you would like to watch the value of. Edit. Equals sheet one. Dollar 16 Canadian dollars. All right. And I'm not sure exactly why it said that, but I'm going to type C19 in here. So I'm going to press the letter C and then 19 because that's the cell where the grand total is add button and i'm going to tab to add button right there press enter blank c16 menu bar add watch button a okay so now we should have that in there so we can go back to this whenever we want to now f6 and shift f6 move us through a couple of different panes in our spreadsheet so i think there's three and so as we're moving here we can press shift f6 to go back to our spreadsheet we're in the watch window now Leaving menu bar, blank, C16. So here we are back on the sheet. September. Now, if you remember that that number was 16,358 before, I believe. So let's go change the couple of these numbers here. Groceries, enter, auto taxi. Let's blank, go D12. to auto taxi. August, September. We're in September. Let's say September was a busy month and we spent $150 on uh, our auto our auto and taxi. 
Entertainment. And uh, entertainment, we spent about $75 on there. So I just typed those numbers in. October. So you can hear. September. $75. $75 for entertainment. Auto taxi. $150. Auto taxi at $150. So now we know for sure that that grand total, that C19 number, has changed. And if we want to go look at it, we can press F6 to move over to our watch window. C1 tab. Menu bar, add watch button A. So there's our watch window, but if I press tab. Leaving menu bar, $150, G12, watch window, list view, practice budget workbook, XLSX, G1, C19, $16,583 equals sum H4, H15. One. So now it's 16583 So that's how we can move to the watch window and see that grand total number very quickly rather than having to arrow down, find the cell once again, and figure out what it is. So that's a great shortcut to know about. And you can put as many monitor cells in there as you want, I believe, so that if you wanted to see the monthly totals for all of the various categories, you wanted to watch those, you can do that. The most important one I thought for this demonstration was the grand total, where we could see that that changed as we put numbers in the various categories. So that's what we've got with Excel for today. We've got about four minutes. Anybody have a question or a comment that uh, they'd like to add real when quick? wanted to remind everyone really quickly too that the video that you that we played earlier and a lot of these other tasks are a part of our webinar a webinar that we did on excel tips and you can find that at freedomscientific.com forward slash training just go to our webinars on demand page also and there's all there and there's there's mm -hmm. several on excel so that's the latest one the tips and tricks but there's yeah. i think two or three other ones that i saw using excel with our software as well. I'm sorry, Larry, go ahead. Isn't there, there's a huge thing about Microsoft Word and Excel in the JAWS help menu as well. So yes. that if you get lost and need instructions and Liz isn't answering you in the training department, <laughs> <laughs> you could go to the help system and find it. There's about three or four different ways you can find stuff. And so much information yeah. there. So if you ever have questions on where to find it, it's all free. That's the beautiful thing. You know, and so if you need a little guidance and assistance on that, just send us an email or feel free to send me an email or give us a call at 800-444-4443. That's our number that we've had forever, 800-444-4443. You can ask for me, Jeff Bazer. I think my direct extension is 1122. And uh, you can get a hold, I'm sorry, you can get a hold of us that way as well. Yeah, and oh, we've got your, about. Oh, sorry, go I was just going to say, in any questions that you have or things that you uh, things that come up that you're not sure how to do, send us an email to training at vispero.com and we'll help you figure it out. Absolutely. So, with that, with about thirty seconds in, is there anybody in the uh, in the chat or any questions there, Monica, that you see? I don't see any questions, Jeff. All right. Very good. Thank you for tuning in today, guys. And Liz, thank you so much for coming on. We'll be back Thanks next Thursday, me. 3 p.m. Eastern time. That's when we'll be live. But of course, all of these are archived as well. Larry, thanks for all of your help. And we look forward to seeing you guys at National Convention for ACB coming up in Omaha, July 1st. Very exciting. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Thanks, bye -bye. everyone.